Welcome to the Vacationeers Theme Parks and More podcast. Join us as we discuss vacation planning, reporting, and reviews on vacations ranging from Disney and theme parks to cruising and beach getaways with everything in between. So grab your passport, a fast pass, and an umbrella drink because the show's about to begin. And now, without any further delay, here is your ghost host, Vacationeer Tom. Welcome to episode 196 of the Vacation Air Parks and More podcast. I'm your host, Tom, joined alongside my panel of John Self. Are you ready to ride, John? Uh, I think the correct answer is yes. Oh, yeah. We are riding our way to Epcot and SeaWorld and maybe some DreamWorks news and Universal. And we're not going to do it via a Disney Springs balloon, though. And we'll tell you why we're not doing that. But that's all yet to come. First, let's do some housekeeping. Of course, go to the YouTube channel, Vacation Rest Podcast. Please subscribe. That would be fantastic. And if you do, you will have so many treats. You'll be able to watch live streams every week. We live stream from a Disney park. In fact, last night, as we're recording this on Thursday, this is coming out on Friday, so two nights ago as far as you're listening, we were at Epcot for the first day of the Flower and Garden Festival, and we'll be talking more about that later on in this episode. But it was glorious, and you got to see it firsthand. It was spectacular <laughs> also we uh do we did a live stream from SeaWorld orlando's seven seas festival we did universal's mardi gras bush garden tampa's mardi gras so so many live streams plus we do other content as well like uh, when we went to san antonio many vlogs for that new york uh, whatever else we're doing i don't even know i can't keep it all straight i know one thing on friday oh actually the day this comes out We'll, we'll be releasing our Disney mini golf episode where Elena and I went out and uh, <laughs> we uh, played some mini golf at one of the Disney um, courses, I guess. The Fantasia Gardens course. So make sure you check that out. That's a fun video. And if you watch that video, I was so frustrated at the end of that video. <laughs> and and I, I commented, or I not commented, but I, I edited out my frustration. But if you watch that video, watch near the end and watch how absolutely terrible <laughs> Elena is taking video of me playing mini golf. I mean, she literally just a camera doesn't even, doesn't even follow the ball. Just me the whole time. Like, what are you doing? Like, <laughs> When I give you the camera, obviously I'd shoot it myself if I could, but I got a, I got a hit, right? When I give you the camera, Follow the ball. Wherever the ball goes, just follow it. That's, that's your only rule. And yet, there's like two or three holes where my shots are not seen at all because she's just got the camera pointing at me for whatever reason, not paying attention. <laughs> so, ay, ay, ay is all I can say. So, oh, I guess we should also mention Twitter. Pastor John Self. Make sure you, uh, you uh, follow. <laughs> I get confused with the likes and the follows and the everything else. But yeah, follow Pastor John Self on Twitter or X, as it were. And, uh, John, you want to tell us a little bit more about the new site? Um, new site is still, as we're recording, there's tinkering today and developers going back and forth, but Main Street Foodie is still uh, launching here sometime pretty soon, just where you can get all your, new, all your news about theme parks, especially at Walt Disney World to start with. Yes, if you want to know about Disney World uh, food, Main Street Foodie is the place to go because John's in the parks all the time taking pictures and updating stuff and being a nuisance on uh, Twitter to Disney saying, oh, your website says this, but yet you're actually this. 
<laughs> Your Twitter is fascinating. Uh, I'm sorry. I, I, I'm informing the public. Just because Disney <laughs> has 17 different third parties doing their website, that's not my problem. <laughs> I always find it amusing uh, following your Twitter. <laughs> just because I can update their menus quicker than they can. Uh, oh, but you I know what? One you, person. You, you don't just, uh, you know, go after Disney. You're also after uh, Universal because the other yep. day you're what, – what, they, they, they said something like, sorry, John. Why don't you, they do the standard DM us and tell us in private chat. But, 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 yeah. you know, standard what, generic. We didn't want to talk about the thing we screwed up. <laughs> so why don't you direct message us? Yeah, yeah. I was like, hey, dude, I'm just reporting the same thing that I reported last week and the same thing I reported two weeks ago, that your queue to enter your park is ridiculous. Yeah, yeah. It's 10 o'clock and 11 o'clock, and you have got lines of 30 people deep. Yeah. Yeah, well, wait till we talk about (laughs) SeaWorld this past weekend. Oh, my God, it was insane. Well, okay, that— just foreshadowing. Tom went on a day he should have known it was busy, but that's a different oh, conversation. Yeah. It was to it was the next level busy that we'll get into uh, right quick. But first, let's talk about some other things. Uh, in fact, let's talk about Fat Burger. John, have you ever eaten at Fat Burger? I have eaten at a Fat Burger. Okay. I mean, you've looked you've looked at me. You should assume that <laughs> Fat and Burger are in the name. Come on, work with me here, please. Well, I, I went to get my hair cut at the brand new um, Great Clips over in Celebration, and the Fat Burger just opened, like, within the last week. The the, the uh, <laughs> My hair uh, beautician or whatever, the barber or whatever you want to call her, she was uh, talking all about it. And I guess uh, that little mini mall where the Publix is in Celebration, they have a lot of, and, like, it's brand new. Uh, I, apparently, a bunch of stuff is opening up very soon. Like, she was very excited that, it, like, a bunch of stores are going to be opening. So... Uh, while I was there, I decided, well, you know what? I'm going to go in and get a fat burger because I saw a fat burger in California, and my youngest son, Logan, got a fat burger, but no one else in the family got it. He's the only one that wanted it. I'm like, okay. So I figured, oh, I'll give it a shot. And it, eh, it's fine. I mean, the fries. The fries, you can get skinny or fat. So I thought that was cool that you got to pick. Um, but, yeah, I mean, it's your t- I mean, it's nothing special. It, what do you think of fat burger in general, John? Um, I mean, it's it's in that genre of fast casual burgers that was started by who I don't. We can blame a lot of different groups, but it was you know mostly made to order burgers. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. And that fun. smash smash burger, burger five, that genre of burgers. Yeah, I'm in a rush to go back in and get another one. Well, I'm not. A, I'm, I don't really eat burgers anyway, but uh, yeah, eh, it was fine. Also, uh, for for Valentine's Day, I went to 60 Vines. It's a nice upscale restaurant in Winter Park or Winter Garden or one of those winters. And uh, I had the best old-fashioned I had ever drank. It was a gingerbread old-fashioned. It was so good, John. I took a picture of the menu that gave the ingredients so I could try to recreate it. My question is, have you attempted to recreate it yet? Well, I went to the one liquor store, and I... uh, shot zero i i I went oh for all the ingredients in it they didn't have any uh, anything they had nothing so um i may have to order online or something or uh try to find places that have these ingredients but uh man it was so good so good so i highly recommend 60 vines if you're going out that way and you're gonna grab something grab the gingerbread old-fashioned oh man it hits the spot for sure all right. Uh, oh, next, uh, the Disney Springs balloon. So I was live streaming the other day, and Ed 
from Ed's theme parks on Twitter. Uh, he was, we were chatting back and forth and we're talking, I don't know how we got to talking about the Disney Springs balloon, but he said he had a group on for like $25. And I was like, well, that seems high. Cause when I priced that balloon, I've been trying to get on that stupid balloon for the last two years since moving here. And I either a don't have my equipment when I'm in Disney Springs and it's running. So I don't go on because the only reason I want to go on is so I can do a vlog on it. Or I bring stuff specifically so if it is running, I can go and it's not up. And I spoke to the the one guy that runs it a while back and he said it's only actually operating like 30% of the time. So it, it it's a hit or miss to say the least. But I remember when I did price it, I thought, oh, well, that's not a bad price. I expected more. And when I went the other night after going to SeaWorld, we went to uh, Disney Springs because uh, Atlanta had to <laughs> return something from Zara. So I went over and I checked the price just to see. And now it's $30. It's $29.99. And I talked to the gentleman who was over there. And he said two months ago, and of course, February. So two months ago was the beginning of the year, right? It was $25. So it went up by $5. And he said the year before it was 20 So it seems like it goes up by $5 every year. So back when I, I don't know, it must have been 25 or 20 when I priced it. And I thought, okay, that's not bad. But at 30 price point, because the hot air balloon, it just goes straight up and straight down. It's always tied to a rope. You're not like circling around Disney Springs. Like <laughs> you go up and down. So there's not a lot going on. And 30 bucks seemed a little high. I don't know. Am I, am I just being cheap or you think 30 is high, John? Well, I mean, where else can you go to get on a balloon like that? And, Tom, the general rule is you're always being cheap. That's a different conversation. <laughs> wow. um, That's true. But, you know, I don't know that I would spend $30 to do it either, but I believe there are annual pass discounts. Maybe there aren't. Maybe I'm confused about that. Hmm. Um, but, uh, you know, where else are you going to go to experience hot air to balloon? ride a balloon like that? Let me ask you this. Would you do it for 25 I probably wouldn't do it for 20 Oh, wow. I'm the, wrong, I'm the wrong person to ask. Holy mackerel. Well, you are pretty tall, so you don't need that extra height. So <laughs> you're, right, exactly. you already have that view. <laughs> wow, you went to it for 20. Huh. 20 is no brainer. Yes. 25. Oh, yeah, okay. 30. I don't know. There's just something about 30. Like, oof. That seems, that seems a bit much. I still want to do it. And I will most certainly, if I do do it, I will do it before the end of December this year, because I'm not paying 35. It's not happening. So <laughs> I will be doing it at some point. I know Ventures by D did it. So uh, I think they, was it a live stream or a vlog? So you need to be cool like Adventures by yeah, D? Yeah, that's right. I copy everything they do. They just did okay. a, a uh, Braves baseball. They released a Braves baseball uh, playoff game. I watched their vlog before uh, <laughs> recording this. So is it too late to go to a Braves playoff game, John? <laughs> <laughs> a little bit too late, but you can catch a brave spring training game in your state. Oh, there we go. That's the same thing. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, there you go. So yeah, the balloon. Uh, yeah. Oof, I don't know. I'll, I'll do it at some point, but uh, I'm not. I'm not gonna be happy about it. That's for sure. All right. Next, let's talk about Universal. Mel's Drive-In reopened at long last at I at USF. John, you were there opening day. Ate all the food. Tell us all about it. Tell us all about it. Well, wow, that's that's given me a lot to work with there. Um, <laughs> and Mel's open. It's been closed for like eight months. Yeah, it's been a while. Um, yeah. It reopened. Um, they improved the back kitchen. 
which you don't get to see much. They kind of modernized some of the area with, with the screen. When you go in there for the menu screens, one of the things that I missed because we were busy eating all the food and I was typing a blog for Thil- Thrills Taste Travels um, while we were in there eating. Ding. Um, is yeah, sorry. Uh, is that the menu screen? Is it as it wrote as it revolves? That's not the right term, but as the screens change, it gives little glimpses to um, former attractions at Universal because oh. Mel's been there from the beginning. So it's got a little Easter eggs like that, which I didn't really track very much because I was busy doing the other stuff. Um, I of course noticed that the freestyle machines, because they have four freestyle machines in there, they have been changed in color to match the rest of the rest of the. Hmm. Um, decor, so that's that's at least a nice touch. The thing that most people will notice is Mel's now has legitimate milkshakes. Uh, I'm not saying they're great, they're not frosties. Are they malt? like they used to be before? Are they like the malt? They come in the stainless steel thing? Uh, no, uh, see, they should have went the whole you're, you're not getting sorry. This will all get edited out of the podcast later, so we're gonna have this conversation <laughs> right now. So you're going to serve the people in the malt stainless steel containers? Uh, that's how they did it back in the day, right? Because you're that old. You remember back then. <laughs> yes. <laughs> okay. I just want, just want to clarify. Um, yeah. Okay. I don't know. I, I think that would be a cool touch. Even if it was made of plant, like it, something that made it look like that. You know what I mean? Like a plastic huh? cup or something that looked the part. You know, I, I just take, you know. Theming to the next level, John. They, you know, Universal can't keep up with my ideas. So. <laughs> okay, yeah, because um, just as a general rule, everyone, every idea Tom has about a theme park costs them, you know, oh, yeah, thousands and millions yeah. of dollars. Because we can imagine what it would like if you gave somebody a stainless steel container with a malt. <laughs> How many of those would come back? Well, I mean, I, uh, are you, are you, first of all, they have, they have, uh, they have uh, metal detectors on all the rides. Those are just set them all off. What, are you going to put them in lockers all day? Like, I mean, I wouldn't put, like, the Universal logo or anything. It would be a, it would be a generic uh, container. Like, I, I mean, I guess people might take them, but... I might take them? <laughs> just, like... Might uh, take them. Oh. Once again, we'll edit all this out of the podcast <laughs> later, so we won't worry about that. Might take them? Oh, How about there's a three-thirds chance they will take them? Yeah. But the point is... <laughs> That would also they'd have to charge twenty bucks for them. Uh, their milkshakes they're better. I mean they're not stupendous. You're still I think they're about six fifty six seventy five for a milkshake. So you know. How about just offer an but upgraded? But they're better than the frosty. You know an upgraded uh, souvenir cup that looks like the malt uh, container. How about that. So you can get the six dollar one or the twenty dollar one that it comes with a souvenir cup that is old school. Yeah, we'll meet in the middle, John. And I'm gonna I'm gonna enjoy this for just a second. We'll edit this out of the podcast too. <laughs> hey Tom, if they offered that, would you buy one? I would. You know okay, I would. Okay, well then well, yes, they should they should do that. I know ask, you won't, but that's a different conversation. Let me ask you this: uh, Do the, can you spike those mm-hmm. milkshakes? Uh, no. Ah, oh, see, mm. that's problematic. But okay, all right, well, there you go. Yeah, I, I I like a good milkshake. And you had the strawberry. Well, you say you tried them all, and uh, strawberry. Tried them all. I like strawberry. Uh, vanilla a couple times. Yeah, I'm a big strawberry fan, so. Oh, they were good. I mean, they were better. They were they were legitimate milkshakes. I mean, they're nothing that's going to blow you away, but they were legitimate milkshakes that fit really well at the 1950s themed. Yeah. Nice. They've added they've added hot dogs. Okay, um, which, that seems legit, I guess. 
and so they and they're they're chili cheese dogs, and so they're Ooh. they're decent. Like it's a that. vegan chili cheese dog, which is maybe better than the regular chili cheese dog. So wow, vegan um, chili yeah, cheese you know, dog. It's, yeah, there's a lot of substitutions so, I mean, going on <laughs> with that menu item. Well, you know, this this is universal. We have to have as many words in every single title of every <laughs> yeah. single thing possible. May yeah. I may I introduce you to Hagrid's Magical Creature Motorbike Adventure? Ah, uh, yes, that is true. You do uh, like to say that whole thing, though. Yeah. I like to say the whole thing, or Harry Potter and the Forbidden Journey. Yes. Well, yeah, you gotta know who's Harry Potter and the Escape from Gringotts. <laughs> yeah. Gotta well, throw his name. They in like there. they like long. They like long long phrases, and that's okay. I'll let them do what they do. Yeah. All right. Well, I I'm gonna be honest with you. Um, I might go in and take a look, but I don't typically eat there, and I probably will not eat there now either. So, sorry, Mel. Yep. But uh, it is. What it is. Now let's talk. Let's go into the rumor room and talk a little rumor. So there's rumors. Well, I mean, is it rumor? I guess it is rumor that Fast and Furious may be closing in August. It's temporarily. It's still rumor. Right? Okay, so it's rumor that's going to close in August and basically be down through all of HHN. Yeah, which is not a surprise at all. Um, yeah, because that queue shares a house queue. All right. Well, the, the queues don't really interact, so that's not really a problem. Well, no, um, but, but if they but, don't open the ride, right, they could queue, they could make that queue a little bit more theming. Like they could theme it to the whatever house more than what they do. They could. Um, but really, this is not to overstate it. Um, Universal is doing every single thing they can to cut cost at yeah, the moment. Yeah, to cut cost. Because because every every theme park in the area is is seeing 2024 is soft, which is hard to believe when you go into the parks these days, <laughs> yeah. but they're seeing yeah. um, soft, occup- soft occupancy on their hotels and soft occupancies on future vacation packages and soft occupancy on lots of different things because everybody's waiting till, sorry, the theory is everybody's waiting till 2025 to come. Some huh. theme park might be opening. Uh, is that yeah. a Legoland thing or something? A new Peppa Pig? Park? Yeah, it must be. <laughs> <laughs> it's that new Villains Park at Walt Disney World. Oh yeah, 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 behind uh, Splash Mountain. <laughs> That's coming back. Behind now. Splash. Well, yeah, exactly. So. Um, yeah. Okay. Any of you who have not listened to one of Tom's podcasts before, we like to apologize for the, about the twelve bits of bad information we just gave you. So we apologize for that formally. Um, We're like inside the magic. So. Yeah, Universal is doing a, as a blogger. I'm not making that comment. Um, <laughs> Universal is doing everything they can to cut costs. They've slowly raised some prices. It's just this yeah. is just the pattern where we are. They can reduce the payroll on the attraction for a couple months when they don't really need it. Then Wait, that'll make things easier for them. I argue they never need that thing. They can close it down and put something else in there. I don't know what, but something, anything. Um, for love once again, once again, all of Tom's solutions <laughs> involve billions of dollars to well, fix things. So, but you're not wrong. Yeah. But um. I don't, Universal would have to be a, go, be a GoFundMe to pay for that. <laughs> All right. Uh, okay, so that is the Fast and Furious rumor. Anything else at Universal? I think that's about it, right? Mardi Gras is going as you know, uh, as we expect it to be. It's busy and Mardi Gras. You know, my favorite time of year at Universal. Yes, yes, yes. So uh, so now there's another rumor that you or not rumor but news, I guess, from DreamWorks Land. Is this overseas somewhere? Um, what, what is this? I, I, don't, I have no idea what this is. I know I've heard okay, of it. Okay, sorry. Um, 
If you if you watch the live streams, um, sometimes when, when I pop into Tom's live streams, which you should, his live streams are highly entertaining. I'm not sure they're highly informative, but they are highly entertaining. Okay, but when I'll pop in and we will play this game. Oh lord! And then sometimes Tom will not have the answer, and then I will make mm-hmm. a comment that came from his son, which is the best part about uh-huh. it. Yeah. And I will call him a fa- a theme park fraud or not a theme park fan. Yeah, blah blah. Yeah, which yeah. which is somewhat un somewhat unfair. <laughs> However, don't let facts get in the way of a good story. Um, you really have no idea where DreamWorks Land is going in. <sighs> is this the like? In the middle of nowhere, like Midwest, or is this over like in Dubai or somewhere? I, I, it's one of the two. Okay, for those of you, those of you unfamiliar with theme parks, um, I'm gonna, I'm gonna do that thing that I hate that I hear a lot of podcasts do. I'm going to read directly from the press release that everybody got. Okay, here we go. This will and, tell us where it is. And I wish, I wish we had video for this when I read this. <laughs> There's no way it's uh in Kissimmee, Florida. <laughs> <laughs> When I read this, this will be priceless. I will start just at the beginning, and I will read the first two. I'll read the first paragraph just okay. verbatim. All right. Um, this summer, Universal Orlando Resort will debut DreamWorks Land. Oh my god! A vibrant new themed entertainment inspired by DreamWorks Animation <laughs> beloved characters Shrek, Trolls, and Kung Fu Panda. Okay. Located in the Universal Studios Florida theme park. Son of a. Expansive area will feature tons of fun for the entire family and include a family-friendly coaster, multiple interaction play areas, live entertainment, character meet and greets, and more because we always have to have more because that's a lame press release thing to put in. Hey, Tom, how you doing? Oh, man. I thought it was a park. DreamWorks Land sounds like a park, not the stupid land. Of the uh, why why would you name a park land? Isn't there the a only, park? You know what? No one does that anymore except for Disneyland. Disneyland, you know, the biggest, the, the most popular one in ever, you know, yeah. Yeah, in the, in the 50s. But still, I mean, if you're going to if you're going to mimic something, that's a good one to mimic. Dreamworks. Yeah, I'm sure the Universal but would do that. There was a isn't there a Dreamworks or, or some something comparable to that name opening some park? What what's the Midwest one? There is nothing official opening with that name. There will probably be lots of DreamWorks and Illumination um, properties in the in the Universal Park in Texas. Yes. The Midwest one is like has Bart Mattel, right? Is that the one I'm thinking? That must be the one I'm thinking about. That's in Arizona. Okay, well that's close. <laughs> yeah, Arizona is close to the Midwest, yeah. everybody. Uh, Welcome, you know. It's a little south and a little wester than <laughs> Midwest. It's far west. Okay. All right. Yeah. I don't know. All right. But okay. But over like, uh, you know, over in Dubai or something, they had. Something, right? They had a, it was all indoors. No, but that's like SpongeBob. So I don't know. I don't know. Maybe not. Uh, that's what I thought. You you mentioned this, and in my mind, that's where where it went. If I would have had more time to think about it, I probably would have come up with the fact that oh, you're talking about the the, the little little section. So, so anybody who's anybody's listening to this podcast who has been following news <laughs> of Universal Orlando over the yeah. last eight months. Um, yeah, that's all we're saying right now. Well, but DreamWorks Land, let's face it, that's not meant for me. So I've I I know about it, but it's it's not a focus of mine. I could care less. Like when it opens, I won't make a trip special trip to go see it. Well, here's here's the important question for you, Tom. All right, what do you got? When the Trolls Troller Coaster opens, is this Woody Woodpecker? Do you get a yeah? Do you get a new coaster credit? I'd say yes. And you're. I just wanted to clarify if you were one of those people. I, I believe so. Now, is it exactly the same? The cars are going to be different, right? The track was never taken down. 
Yeah, the track is the same. Like, like right. when, when they for those of you who are not coaster boys or coaster girls, this is the big debate. When they refurb like uh, like Six Flags, like the, those uh, the standing coasters, and they tar- made them into floorless coasters. I mean, I, I would consider that a new. And they rename it and they retheme it. <laughs> well, as much as uh, Six Flags rethemes, but uh, yeah, I mean, I would consider that a new coaster. When they moved Dominator from Six Flags Ohio, which I rode to Kings Dominion. Uh, which I also rode. I considered that a new uh, new credit. So yeah, um, hmm. it, it's a gray area. I, I'll, I'll give that. But <laughs> if I, I guess it all depends on the amount of change it it goes through. If if new trains, I would say yes. But if it's, they're exactly the same trains, and maybe they painted the track a little, and they they have a cardboard cutout of uh, who is it? Who's the theme to now? The trolls. Oh, trolls. Yeah, they just change Woody Woodpecker with a troll. Uh, I probably, probably maybe not. I don't know. Luckily, I, you know, I'm kind of, I've outgrown the whole count thing <laughs> until okay. I go to a I new park. To and oh, I'm like, whoa, whoa, hold on. Hold on. <laughs> this is important because we need, yeah, yeah. I need to call out Tom on his own podcast again, by oh, the way. Oh, perfect. Um, Hey, Tom. Yeah, yeah. Aren't you the same person who counts how many rides you do every year? I do, yeah. I do. Okay. Okay. And second, um, you still haven't done your um, end of year wrap up from last year's podcast. I you know we. I need to do, um, March. This is episode one of March. March. Right? Okay. <laughs> this is okay. episode one. Just want to clarify that. But in the in the coaster world, those of you who are unfamiliar with coaster boy, coaster girl, coaster, it your credits are a big deal. How many yeah. credits you have? Yeah. It's it's like a status symbol. Yes. Yeah. It's your cred, right? Yeah. So. Right. Uh. Yeah. I mean. Uh, I probably won't even ride it. I don't know. Maybe I will. I'm trying to remember how. Oh, you will. Yeah, probably. But yeah, if I ride it, I'll I'll consider it a new count. I guess I don't know. Right. Exactly. (laughs) So, but but DreamWorks is going to be a huge improvement. Um, for people who always say Universal doesn't have anything for kids, I mean this. So this is going to be a bit of foreshadowing for the direction Universal's going. That announcement. That's it. That's that's what the news is. This they're just confirming. Well, they already confirmed this a long time ago. When's it open? The latest press release uh, this summer. Oh, that and Tana uh, uh, Bayou Adventure. Wow. Mm-hmm. Head to head. Let's go. Uh, USF, and they need some kids. Don't, for, don't forget about your country bears. Oh, yeah. That's summer too? Mm, very good. Very, very good. I love everyone. I love breaking news to Tom I on know, his own podcast. It's always amazing. Um, well, I tell you, we'll be we'll be there. Live the, pre- the press release just confirms what we already knew. Um, there's going to be a whole section dedicated to Shrek, okay. you know, Shrek Swamp Meat, that are targeted towards kids that are going to be wonderful and great. Yeah. Uh, troll section, a Kung Fu Panda section. I'm a little I'm a little disappointed. There's not going to be a you know, a, a noodle bar for me to have at Kung Fu Panda, but, you know, uh, see what happens. Do you think maybe some of the attractions they're putting in there, are, is there, are there also going to be new attractions or are just themed areas other than that coaster? This gets into the definition of attractions. Like rides. Um, this, will be, this, will, this will be targeted towards, no, there will not be any what we call traditional rides besides Troller Coaster. Oh, okay. All right. So it's not like they're going to put, couple, they're going to like reuse a couple of them down at their Texas park too or whatever. No. No. Okay. Well, fair enough. Well, that sounds uh, it, it, 
at least based on the information they have given us and and since bioreconstruct you know that team goes over universal and disney about every three days we pretty much know what's going to be there anyway yeah i saw that they had some type of uh i don't know filing for new tents they're going to put up for hhn okay okay sorry i mean <laughs> you mean new sprung tents like they use for hhn yes yeah back there because uh, what were i don't remember the article like they're gonna use them for that's true something else i don't know yeah i don't remember the details but yeah yeah so, let me give you a short version yes they're putting up they need to have permission to put up new two new sprung tents oh based on construction and other things Two other sections in which HHN houses have been historically are being taken down and redone to something else. There need to be two new ones. There we go. So they're replacing. So, so any, anybody gives you any rumors that there's going to be 12 houses next year, you should immediately ignore them. Any chance what they're not using are those ones that are so freaking far away. You have to walk 20 miles to get to anyway. I mean, I would love. They're only freaking far away because we don't have full entrances. Oh, man. Are we going to have it this year? Because let me tell you something. I. <laughs> that's the scariest yeah, thing I'm, at the event. I'm gonna, I'm gonna enjoy this one also. Um, <laughs> okay. Hey Dom, what what was the entrance to a lot of the houses, um, in HHN in 2021? Was it in the kids zone area? Hey, I hear that DreamWorks land is gonna be open, so I bet they're gonna have uh, access that way, which make the walk shorter. Goodness, thank God. even, but even before they closed it, those walks weren't <laughs> short; they were long, so. Uh, in fairness to Tom, those of you who haven't done HHN, the walks can be ridiculous. Oh. You wait a long time in line. You go through the house and you do this long death march oh. um, back yeah. and forth. Um, just to be clear, this is a first world problem. Those of us who are spoiled theme park people, <laughs> it's a first world problem. But if you're listening to this podcast, you are one of us. Yeah. So it's okay. Yeah. Oh, my Lord. Too crazy. Too crazy. All right. Well, there you go. So there you go. A brand new theme park coming to the Midwest. DreamWorks Land. <laughs> it's wow. going to be glorious. All right. Let's talk. Uh, what do you want to do first? Uh, Epcot or SeaWorld? I'm going to enjoy this phrase. This is your show. I'm just well, tagging you did, along. Oh, no. You did do SeaWorld. Okay. Let's start with SeaWorld because I feel like <laughs> SeaWorld, I, I got more to say about SeaWorld because, man, it was it was crazy. Absolutely insane. So I went last Saturday to cover to do a live stream of the food or for the 17th. So, so what Saturday? What what date would that be, Tom? That oh, I knew you were gonna ask me that. Well, know. it's important for the audience. Uh, what was twenty fourth? Yes, yeah, twenty fourth. So we went on the twenty fourth. Okay. It's important. It's a Saturday during okay. Seven Seas Festival. Yeah, that's very important for this conversation. And okay, Hanson was the band playing that evening. Oh, there was a concert included with admission to the park with uh, yeah. Hanson? Hanson, yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. Well, let's face it, Hanson, you know, they're not, you know, back when they were kids, they were a very popular band, but now they're, you know, more mature. <laughs> so I, I wasn't, I mean, I knew, I knew they would draw a crowd to the point where I told Elena, you know, we got to, you know, the live stream starts at 3 p.m. I want to leave like at 1 and like just leave no room I knew people would start gathering and get, get busy. So I wanted to be in the park and situated and get my sampler car and be ready to go for three o'clock for the last year. So we uh, left a little early, actually, thankfully, and we get to SeaWorld. And amazingly, the the gates, you know, where you pay, it wasn't crazy. Like it, 
it was manageable. I think I waited two or three cars tops. Of course, when I, I went through, they said, oh, preferred parking's gone. And most of the main lot is filled up. So you're probably going to be uh, taken or directed to go to the auxiliary lot, which I was like, oh, my Lord, I don't even know what you're talking about right now. So sure enough, uh, I follow the crowd. And, yeah, we crossed the street and there's an auxiliary lot, a huge lot with a ton of parking available for SeaWorld that I had no idea even existed. In fact, they have tramways, which I don't think trams were going but back in the day, I guess, they had trams that would take you back and forth, which, honestly, you really do need because it's quite the haul to get. But uh, um, for SeaWorld, it's quite the haul. I mean, for Disney Park, it's not that bad, I suppose. But, uh, yeah, we parked in a... I've never, ever, ever, not for any event ever, going on weekends, it doesn't matter, I never went to an auxiliary lot across the street. Never. Just, I've never even heard of it. I didn't know it existed. So... It was, uh, it was like, oh my God, this park is going to be stupid. And getting in to the park was stupid. If you check my, my Twitter, you see a huge line, like probably they had all the rows lined up. There were at least probably 50 deep each row. And then as we're going, oh man, this, so first of all, a lady in her family, we're in line waiting and a lady in her family just kind of comes in and cuts right in front of us. So that annoyed me, but I'm like, oh, whatever. So we get near the front and then SeaWorld in their infinite wisdom decides, you know what we're going to do? We're going to take this one line and another line that's each like 50 deep. And we're going to mer merge them into having one person check both of them in. So they did that in the process. And as they're going, our line was being fed through and the other line was still being fed through through another line, I guess. I'm not sure how it worked. But we would have been perfectly fine. But the lady ahead of me who had a cut in front of me was on her phone instead of paying attention to the people ahead of her. So as soon as the person checked out and she hesitated, the other line stepped in and forget it. Then we were cut off. Then our line wasn't moving at all. And I was like, what is going on? And I, I, I was upset. I was like, what's going on? Like, this is our line. Like, this guy just cut our line. And now, and now, and then they're like, well, we don't have a line either. I'm like, well, I don't, this was our line. I, I can't help you guys, but this was our line. Just because this lady was on her phone instead of paying attention, you guys cut right in. And now we have nothing. We're just stranded. It, it was, it was chaos, absolute chaos. And then it, then from there it continued to be cut. Luckily this all happened literally when the, I had one person ahead of me. So I, I threw a little bit of a fit. They got me through because you know, the greasy wheel gets the oil and, uh, of course, <laughs> Elena was like four back because, you know, she's timid. She wasn't sticking with me. And I was like, she's with me. And then they, they let her go because it was just, it was chaos at that point. Like there was, like both sides were like jockeying to be the next. Like it was, it was, I, why? I don't know why. I, I, why you would do that. It just makes no sense. You're just, it was chaos. Absolute insanity. So we got through that and I was like, oh my God, what a nightmare. I got the card. Uh, all in all, Amazingly, the, the booths weren't all that busy. Like, I don't know where everybody was, <laughs> but I mean, the okay, the rides were busy. So uh, Mako had a 60-minute wait. The water uh, rapids, what's that called? I Infinity Falls. Infinity Falls, yeah. That thing had a 90-minute uh, wait. So there was a lot of um, waiting going on in those lines, for sure. So uh, I guess that's where everybody was. But 
as far as the food booths go, uh, you know, we started the live stream. Uh, we ate a couple of the booths, and it was fine. Um, we can go through some of the the food, but before we do, let me talk about the pizza because there's a new pizza place that opened up uh, on your way to um, Sesame Street Land. I don't know the name of it. Do you know the name of that place? I don't. Sorry. Yeah, no, yeah, yeah. It's it's good. It's good pizza. It's like a flatbread type of pizza. Uh, it's expensive. It's like 18 bucks per one, which seems a little pricey. I wanted to do it that day because as one of my monthly benefits, I got an extra 20% off. So I got my regular discount plus another 20%. So I figured, well, if I'm ever going to try this pizza, now's a good time to do it. And across the uh, the street or the pathway from that is one of their um, uh, coaster and brews. Or was it coaster? What is it called? Brew? All the parks, all the SeaWorld Entertainment parks have them. It's their, basically their coffee shop. But they had like an express right, one. You mean coffee and brew and brews and coasters? And coaster coffee? <laughs> is that what it is? Coaster coffee? Oh, two C's. Okay, that makes sense. Well, they have an express it's one not there. Gonna be, it's not going to be brews if it's a coffee shop. Yeah, no. Yeah, you're right. But uh, SeaWorld. Yeah. Uh, they have uh, an express one there too now. So uh, that's somewhat new. I don't know how new, but somewhat. And oh, I, we got 20% off discount on merchandise as well. Uh, so I asked the lady um, in the. So you got you got an additional twenty percent off. Yes, so it's a pretty good price. So we're excited to see what we can get. Of course, we asked the lady where uh, I don't know, it was like Fred's. <laughs> it was just some random name, and the one bar we we're at, we asked the lady, like the bartender, like, "Hey, where's this at?" No clue. She had no idea. <laughs> like, okay, well there you go. <laughs> and it ends up turn it turned out that it was in Sesame Street Land. So it made like this character. This was a character, I guess in Sesame street. So it made sense because when I was talking to the bartender, I'm like, this is a weird name of a gift shop. Cause if it was like Shamu's gift shop or dolphin gift shop, I would have a good idea where to go to go to this gift shop. The fact that it's just some random like Tanner's gift shop. Like I don't know what that means. So after knowing that it was in Disney or yeah, Disney Sesame street land, like, Oh, okay. This must be a character uh, in Sesame street. So there you go. Yeah. Of course, there's nothing there. I got an umbrella, though, because my, my Disney umbrella that I bought at the outlet that wasn't actually discounted, uh, it broke. Well, Elena broke it. I'm not sure how she did it, but <laughs> it's no more. So I got this one. It was under 20 bucks with the initial discount and the 20% off on additional. So, And it has all the different uh, Sesame Street characters on it when you open it up. So it's cute. So, there you go. Yeah. And now you can look like you're... You have an idea what you're talking about when it comes to kids' characters. That's right. I'm like, look at this. Cookie Monster, uh, Oscar the Grouch, Elmo, Snuffleupagus. Well, he's probably not on there, but, but you know. But, yeah. Um, but let's go back. So, the, the, the pizza was fine. They had pepper, we had pepperoni and uh, margarita. The margarita was better than the pepperoni. Or was it margarita? Actually, no, it wasn't margarita. It was some other weird name. But it had cheese and tomatoes on it. So it's kind of like a margarita. I couldn't pronounce the name of it, which isn't a shocker <laughs> to anybody. Uh, it was better than the pepperoni, but yeah, I had three versions. It was fine. Uh, what else? Oh, let's talk about the food for the festival. Uh, the craft flame. Well, let's go through all the booths real quick. Flame craft bar. Think of anything. It's all frozen drinks and stuff like that and beers. Um, so that's a good place to go if you want to have a cocktail. Smugglers, more alcohol, 
Let's see. Caribbean moonshine tasting. This is the place, John. Were you with me at the outlet where they have that little uh, moonshine stand set up? Yes, I did. Yes, I was. I have a clue what you're talking about. That is the same place. So that's cool. Okay. I actually have the banana, uh, the banana moonshine in my house, right uh, in the cupboard. So if I wanted some right now, I could have some. Uh, Cafe de Mar, um, they have the, yeah, the cinnamon roll with the maple bacon. I didn't get it. That's a returning one. And stop me anytime, John, if there's something that you want to talk about of these booths. So far, it's a lot of drinks. French Market. Mm-hmm. Oh, the duck. We had the duck. And it was really good. Did you have the duck? I did have the duck. Yeah, I thought it was pretty good. What did you think? I thought it was good. I mean, I wouldn't call it great, but it was definitely, you know, a decent a decent option. Yeah, I mean, I, I'd get that again, for sure. I did not do the escargot, but I heard you did, or at least you had people, you had minions have it for you on your behalf. Um, uh, there were there were other people standing around me who had it on my behalf. The three of them did, and and they all had the same reaction. Let's just say it did not make a top um, uh, items for SeaWorld article. But it's made one of the what should go articles. <laughs> S-Cargot. Okay, yeah, that's hard. Uh, Cream Brulee, um, that's new. Oh, so you had that, I guess, because that's new? Uh, yes. And? We had that. It looked like it would be pretty It good. was nice. It was good. It was more effort than it needed to be to kind of crack the shell to, to get into it. But, uh, I mean, it wasn't bad. Yeah, okay. You're going you're gonna to discover with uh, Seven Seas Festival, I'm going to respond pretty much the same to all of these <laughs> items. And it was good, but... Yeah. Wasn't anything fabulous, yeah, but it was good. Yeah, okay, fair enough. Uh, the All-American Market, uh, Cannonball Chicken Wings, oh, gluten-free, uh, did not have those. Oh. They, they always have uh, chicken wings and meatballs in this event. The meatballs are in the Italian one, we'll get to that. Uh, oh, returning, the lobster mac and cheese, did not have don't that forget, this year. Don't forget about the lamb chop. I always have a lamb chop. Oh, yeah, yeah, that is true, and the lamb chop is to die for. Oh, my Lord. I think we have... It's usually good, yes. Yeah, the lamb ribs. That's... Oh, my God. That's in the Polynesian. We had that. Let me tell you something. I could just get that over and over and over and over. I thought that was so tasty, so good. Oh, it was so yummy. But uh, back to All-American, they also have a fried pickle. It's new. So does that mean you had a fried pickle, John? Or one of your minions had a fried uh, pickle? we We tasted the fried pickle. And... Uh, if if you go back in time and search um, Epcot <laughs> Food Festival's fried pickle review, um, same, you're gonna get pretty much the same response. Ah. It's it's an okay pickle that they they fry up, yep. and batter a little bit, and but it's I'm it curious, depends upon the sauces, and the sauces are just okay. The price point on this thing, or did you get multiple pickles? Uh, it's just one pickle. It's huh. a spear. It's a spear. What's it's not the- in? You're visualizing fried pickles like an appetizer at a restaurant. Well, I'm just saying. That's usually not what these theme parks do. Their stuff's like between nine and like 15, 16 bucks. So if they're giving you one pickle, this thing's got to be like six bucks, seven bucks tops. It, can't... Yeah, it was more. It was more than that. Oh man, that's rough for one pickle. Oh man. Okay, there you go. But, uh, but remember, let's circle back to SeaWorld. Of whatever it is, United Parks and Resorts, whatever it's called now. I don't want to be insulting. I just can't ever remember. Yeah, I'm I'll sorry. Never For those of you that. unaware, SeaWorld Parks and Entertainment changed their name to something very generic. Yes. Not yeah. too long ago. And many of us bloggers have not caught up yet. Remember, their whole model for that is they don't want you to buy things individually. They want you to buy a lanyard. Yes. True. However, I mean, there's... <laughs> 
think well, they intentionally it it appears they intentionally price things so that you will buy lane or yes, purchase things. But I mean, there's a difference there where you're you're trying to do that and you're just trying to rob people otherwise. Because if if you're gonna make it a, a certain price point, make it two pickles in. Like give, don't just you know. Ugh. Yeah. Um, do you remember what the price was of the small <laughs> corn and um, street corn was? <laughs> that, that's what I'm talking about. That's what I'm talking about. That's just wrong. I'm sorry. That is wrong. But uh, the Polynesian market, yeah, the smoked lamb uh, lamb ribs is a returning favorite. And I think last year, my top three video, it made my, I think it was number one. And yes, yes, yes. It was so good. It, oh, so tasty. Oh. Oh, so good. Um, the ahi tuna pokey nachos. I had those again, and um, they were good. I, I, I feel like last year they were better, but I don't know. I'm, I don't know. I, I, I like them. They're they're not bad. Um, let's see. We had the yeah. They had a cocktail fro, frozen Polynesian summer. Um, it wasn't frozen, so I don't know if that was a play on the frozen in summer at the end of it, which means it's not frozen. <laughs> but it wasn't frozen. I can tell you that much. It doesn't sound promising. Yeah. Uh, which is not. I, I do not have that. Yeah. They, they've sold frozen drinks before in the past. Not frozen. But in the past, they tell you, hey, it's not frozen. They give you the option not to get it. Where this person just handed it to me. I'm like, well, this ain't frozen. But I don't particularly, particularly care for frozen drinks anyway. So I was fine with it not being frozen. Uh, North, Atlantic, North Atlantic Market uh, Fish and Chips did not have that. I'm sure it would be fine. Uh, lobster, classic lobster roll. Didn't have that either. Oh, new Boston cream pie. Oh, I did not see this. I would have certainly gotten this. Please tell me, John, did you try the Boston cream pie? And please don't tell me it wasn't yummy, yummy, yummy. See if you've heard this before. It was good. <laughs> wasn't great. Um, But, I mean, it was Boston, Boston cream pie, right? So, if you... Like Boston cream pie. It was a it, it was a facsimile of a Boston cream pie, yeah. So it was good. All right. Well, I'll it was get... good. I remember I said I said it was good. Yeah. But I don't know what would constitute a great Boston cream pie. I, I'm not sure. A lot more like a lot of cream. Yeah, I'm not, yeah, yeah. That's interesting. I don't know. I think I would enjoy it. And then of course you got the coaster cocktails. Oh. Yep. Mm-hmm. Oh, Penguin Trek is a non-alcoholic one. Mm, very yes. interesting. Very interesting. Then sweet sips. That's the cupcakes. Um, none of these are boozy. Oh no, no. Okay, yeah, two of them are boozy. So there you go. But you, uh, you said you didn't like these as much this year, or they were smaller or something. Uh, nobody, nobody in our group liked the cupcakes this year. Wow. I, I walked by the booth. I didn't really look at it. Are they about the same size and everything? Like. Oh, sizing still the same. So is it? The quality of the cupcake, I guess. I feel like it'd be yep. basically a quality scene. cupcake, yeah. quality of the frosting. They just weren't as good. I mean, there. It's a nice concept. It's a great idea. It's something SeaWorld usually does well. Yeah. Maybe. Maybe it looks better now, but. Well, maybe next year. You know, it, yeah. It, well, maybe next festival because you know we got to reimagine things. Yes. <laughs> well, I don't think anything reimagined yet. Everything's uh, returning favorite or new so far, as so far as I can tell for this festival. So. Uh, Italian market, of course, you got the meat, the balls, uh, the mini calzone. We had the milk, we had the calzones. Um, they're good, very cheesy, obviously. 
Um, and as we were eating it, uh, one of the street performers performances came out and they did a little show. So that was fun. Go back and uh, see the live stream to check that out. I enjoyed that. We had the uh, Lemoncello Spritz. Uh, it was fine as well. Nothing too uh, crazy out there. They have a wine or a, yeah, Italian wine booth. We didn't do that. The sweet and sour, we didn't do that. I have had the jalapeno margarita before, and it is quite uh, quite lovely. So if you like um, jalapeno. Now, again, like I said the last time I had it, it wasn't particularly spicy. It just tasted like jalapeno. So there's a difference there. The Irish market, um, nothing here. Let's see, anything else? Oh, wow, Irish. <laughs> Essentially, everything's new. You got the Jameson Donut. Mm-hmm. How was the Jameson Donut compared to those mm-hmm. other alcoholic donuts that we had ugh, the other time? Um, I'm gonna. I'm just gonna say that I had my same experience as I did with the previous donuts. Okay, which one? The one that was really, really strong that was actually enjoyable, or the dry one that was just like, oh my god, this is the worst thing I've ever eaten. I'm guessing the first because this yes. is chocolate Jameson mousse, so it's not gonna be dry. It's got a mousse on it. Chocolate icing. And candy orange. I'm not sure what candy orange is, but yeah, it sounds like that wouldn't be too bad. Hmm. All right. What about the St. Patrick's Day nachos? Um, those were okay. I mean, they're they're pretty much what they sound like they would be. We've we've modified them, made them everything, but they're nachos. Let's. This is kind of the discussion about winter nachos a bad thing. Yeah, you know, winter. Yeah, that's true. I can eat nachos all day, every day. <laughs> Yummy. Yummy, yummy. How about the bangers and mash? Stop me if you've heard this before. Oh, uh, they were good. good. <laughs> they were not great. I mean, right. I mean that was. I mean, I, I'm sorry. I'm realizing I'm losing SeaWorld food blogger cred here. But I literally <laughs> was typing up blogs and I was like, how many times can I say the words? This was an above-average item, and I appreciate them improving the item, but it wasn't anything spectacular. But if you um, factor in and this is if you're a pass holder, of course, the sample, mm-hmm. you buy the, you buy the most expensive sampler, which ends up being like $95 <laughs> with all the fees they attach to it. But even with that being 18 samples, it still equates to like 520 something a uh, sample. So when you break That's it down correct. that way, yeah, these are decent. I mean, for what you, the portion size and the food quality for five bucks, you can't really complain. <laughs> It's no. hard to really. And that's why. Yeah. And that's why, you know, we can have the conversation about value. I mean, I'm spending. Yeah. Yesterday at, at Epcot Flower and Garden, I'm spending nine dollars for an average tamale. Yep. Um. So it's just not not a very large one. But it's just the question of I'm not picking on Epcot. Epcot pricing has become a little more reasonable, or and maybe. Universal and SeaWorld have gotten higher, but they've become they've become more leveled out than it used to be. Yeah, I'm not picking up cup for the pricing, but it's just a question of you know how much is it worth, and you know if you're spending, I tell people expect with the lanyard to spend six dollars per item. It's just easier math for them. Yeah, and you look at it and you're like, well, I would spend six dollars for that. Well, of course you would, and so that's really a discussion. My my only hang up with SeaWorld is the if you don't buy the lanyard, if you don't buy the the samples, it, it's just it's stupid the price they're they're charging for this this these food items. I mean it's it's absurd. It, it's it, it's highway robbery is what it is. It's 
I, yeah. um, I don't I don't mean to make a commentary about economics here, but uh, based on the principle of capitalism, something is worth whatever you can get somebody to pay you for it. It's true. So, it's true. But I don't I think they like they they price it out. So you either buy the lanyard or if you're dumb enough to buy per item, then that's on you. Like, <laughs> yeah, we'll give you these options. But oh, my Lord, it's just yeah, I can't get over how much they charge. It's just crazy. But there it is. Yeah, buy the lanyard, people. Buy it. All right. Uh, let's see. Mediterranean markets. Uh, let's see. They have a lamb chop, which I didn't have. That's a returning favorite, so you probably didn't eat that. Walking gyro. Um, I did. I did. It was good. Oh, okay. How about the walking gyro? How does that work? What? What's? Uh, you're not. You're not walking with it. It's a. Oh, it's pizza um, chips. So you using have... using a phrase you might be familiar with. Visualize it more as a deconstructed product. Oh, okay. So it's not like a. So it's a in a bag container and it's deconstructed. Chips. No, it's not. Oh. It's not in tortilla chips. No, it's not. It's mm-hmm. not a walking taco. The concept is nice and the concept is cute, but you're not walking with this thing. Okay, so they should have called it like a deconstructed, deconstructed gyro. Which they probably were trying to avoid because I hear that you're a big fan of one deconstructed booth at Epcot. So. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> All right. Uh, let's see. Uh, bakula, baklava. Is it baklava? Do you, how do you pronounce baklava. that? Va? You do. Okay. Baklava. Uh, baklava. Well, you know, you know, being around a lot of Spanish, you know, the V's are all, you know, in the H's or the J's or H's. So you got to be careful with how you pronounce certain words, I suppose. Uh, yeah, that's about that. Oh, they have an ass. What is this? <laughs> ass ye really Ricky. <laughs> Ass. I don't know what you're looking at. Everyone, just in case you're wondering, I have no idea what he's looking at right now. A S S Y R T I K O. It's a wine. That's a terrible name for a wine. Okay, so you're so you're asking me about a wine, which you're almost well, guarantee I didn't try. Uh, I'm more just saying it's a weird name. You start your the word with ass. Eh, yeah. Okay. That just opens up for like, how's that taste? Like shit is the answer. Should always be the answer to that no matter what, even if it's good. <laughs> All right. Uh, new Indian market. Uh, garlic, non. Oh, and chickpea curry. Okay. That's new too. Okay. So you had this. Mm-hmm. How is it? That sounds pretty good. It was all right. It was. It was. Fu- right, let me ask it you was this. all right. Yeah. I mean, I'm sorry. It, it was. How, how about spicy? Did it have any spice? Not, not spicy. Uh, mm. What about the uh, chicken uh, tikka marsala? Tikka marsala, not spicy at all. But it was fine. <laughs> it, it, it was well prepared. They had it for us at the media event. It was well prepared. Uh, ooh, hey. But it wasn't, it wasn't spicy. What about the jaliba? Jalibi. It's Indian funnel cake with wildflower honey. I don't remember if I had that or not. I know that um, Manit uh, at Eat by Manit Shohan, she uses that um, kind of Indian. This is a terrible explanation. Those of you who are skilled in culinary arts, I apologize for this explanation. But this Indian type jelly jam type thing, she puts that on top of their cheesecake. It's a a standard kind of dessert reward Hmm. kind of thing in that culture, in in some portions of that culture. So I, I don't recall having it. All right, yeah, it looks interesting. And they have a mango mojito, so I'm sure that would be good, too. Asian market, uh, tempura battered sushi. That's new. Did you have that? I saw it. I, I didn't get it, though. 
Yeah, stop me. It it wasn't bad. Okay, so it was. It just wasn't. Yeah. Better. Yeah, it wasn't terrible. Or let's put this way, it, it was really hard to come up with a best and a worst of the SeaWorld Seven Seas Food Festival yeah, because most everything, everything on a scale middle. on a scale of one to ten <laughs> fell between four point five and uh, six point five. Okay. Oh, we had the elderflower mule because you know we are big mule fans, so. Uh, that was good. Uh, they have the salted caramel ice cream thing again. They have that every year. Yeah, I had it once. Yeah, it was fine. Uh, Waterway Bar. The new... <laughs> Tell me, John, did you have the penguin pretzel? Please. It's new, so you had Yes, it. I had the penguin pretzel. Uh, how it's was a it? pretzel shaped like a penguin. <laughs> did it shape like a penguin? Because I had the other pretzel. Not really, no, it wasn't. But, <laughs> but it, was, it was a decent theme park pretzel yeah no no no. i've had their but pretzels I, they're shaped you know new pretzels and they're right. good they're above average pretzel i mean if you like butter i mean they're great yes they're, and they're good. butter makes everything taste better yes for sure so yeah i i don't knock that but i do knock it that they they change the shape and call it new and then the shape doesn't at least for me <laughs> I, I like a surfboard one and it hey, looks hey. like a they got the surfboard one right, and they got the beer mug one right. You <laughs> well, got to cut them a break on those. Well, which one did I get that looked like a Christmas tree? It wasn't. I, I, I thought it was a surfboard one, but maybe not. <laughs> there was one I got. Uh, I don't. I don't recall. Dang thing looked like a Christmas tree. I'm like what the what is this? But it was still tasty. All right, uh, Mama's Pretzel Kitchen. I uh, think I went there. They have a bunch of beer and stuff. Ironically, no pretzels. The German Market. Oh, did you, now, did you have the bratwurst? I didn't have it. Not yet. I'm going back, obviously. I will get the bratwurst because last year it was fantastic on the pretzel bun. It, was, it also made my top list. It was super good. I'm assuming you didn't get it because it's not new. I did not get it because it's not new, but historically yeah. it's really good. Yeah, yeah. And uh, foot-long pretzel on a stick. Yeah, they have, what, cinnamon sugar and chocolate. Yeah, they do that every year. Mm-hmm. Uh, blood German blood orange mule. Hmm. That's that's your category. Yeah, I'm not sure I got that though. Yeah, oh yeah, because we didn't eat anything at the booth, so no, we did not get that. Hmm. All right. Uh, beer garden. Don't think I got anything there. I didn't go to the beer garden. That's a crime. Gulf Coast Market. Uh, what are these Budin balls? Budin? I'm not sure. I it's some Mardi Gras type. Uh, oh, I'll, I'll take you somewhere balls. for something like that at some point. All right. Are they good? Were they spicy? Uh, I, di- I didn't like No, they're not spicy. They weren't there. Oh. I, I didn't like them, but other people in the group did like them. How about, uh, I guess it's returning, the Cajun shrimp and grits? I'm sure that would be pretty good, probably. Probably not spicy, though. Uh, I didn't have that. Sorry. Yeah. No. Uh, beignets. Oh, they got hurricanes. Let's see if uh, <laughs> this booth actually had the hurricanes. Who knows? Mexican market. I'm a big fan. Oh, this is this should be you, John. I think we already made this joke. <laughs> Taco El Pastor. That should be uh, your. That should be your favorite thing. It's returning. Tacos El Pastor. Yes. Oh, it's pineapple. Interesting. Yeah, I bet you that would be good. Uh, Mexican street corn. Okay, so uh, did we talk about this? Did you see it? I know you probably didn't eat it, but did you eyeball it? Is it a full corn or is it the little mini corn? Do you know? In between that, it's in between those two. Oh, okay. It's not a full corn. But at least it's not that little mini thing. Okay. It's well, not that one fourth yeah. street corn we were having before. Yeah, for twelve or thirteen dollars. Oh my god. Ugh. Right. 
crazy. Um, okay, that's that. Then Glacier Bar, more uh, spicy pina, pina margarita. That sounds good. Okay, Seven Seas Bogey Donut. Oh, it's a dessert. Boogie Donut. Glacier Bar has a donut dessert. That's interesting. Uh, Brazilian Market. Um, they had, oh boy, what the heck is this? Galinhada. <laughs> it's gluten-free. So it's chicken thigh with rice. Galinhada. I, I don't recall that being a new item. Uh, it says new on this website, but doesn't mean it is. Oh, hey, we do have some reimagined stuff. This is the first thing I've seen that's reimagined. The uh, pecan, pecan, pecana steak. I'm not sure how you say that. Pecan. The Brazilian steak. Steak. Yeah. And the, that's a that's a staple now at Universal and SeaWorld. It it's good. Peo de Cujo. Brazilian cheese bread. Oh yeah, I think I've had that. I wasn't too impressed with it. All right. Uh, nothing. To, so you didn't have any of those. I did not have any of those. All right. Half pipe pavilion. Uh, yeah, lemonades. Okay, nothing to see here. Caribbean market. Reimagined. Oh, another reimagined. Uh, Jamaican jerk chicken slider. Yeah, th- this is a very popular dish at all the <laughs> like Bush Gardens Williamsburg will have it for their festival, and Bush Gardens Tampa will have it. Jerk chicken slider. Forget about it. They. They, they're all about the gym, especially, so yeah, it's Jamaican too. So, yeah, right. uh, it's typically pretty good. Uh, new mojo pork tostones, pickled onion. I like that. Garlic sauce. Um, I did like most of the components. The, the, to, I, sorry, I'm apologizing to everyone of this culture. The tostones um, base wasn't very good, mm. uh, at least the ones we had. But the rest of the ingredients were, I thought, were really well prepared. I know the chefs were doing a really good job trying to make things as fresh as possible. Okay. Um, new rum cake. Did you have the rum cake? It looks. If yes. It, if that's it in the picture, that looks pretty good. Insert the same response you've gotten to everything else. <laughs> all, right, all right. Fair enough. Fair enough. Uh, coconut mojito. I would very much like that. All right. And the coconut mojito would very much like you also. Ah, oh, let's hope so. And the very last one, new veggie market. So I hope because, you know, you are a big fan of trying vegetarian dishes. And, you know, that's your niche. Tell me mm-hmm. the vegged out sandwich and the taco about it. They're both new. How were they these plant based uh, food items? They were. This is this sounds like a backhand compliment. It's not meant to be. They were a step up for SeaWorld with more traditional vegan style food. Okay. Um, but they were not as good as comparable items at Universal or Walt Disney World. All right. Well, at least they're trying. We'll give them uh, A mm-hmm. or B for credit. Or <laughs> wait, wait, how's that go? I'm losing all my um, things. You are losing all your phrases. You've yeah. said three already. I've let go. I didn't say anything <laughs> about. Um, it's an A for effort. A for effort. Yeah, I was going C for credit. <laughs> I think C for credit is probably a better uh, analogy there. But <laughs> I do like the fact that they that they moved that one, or I think this was the first year, that it's over by pipeline. So I do like the fact that they right. are they spreading it out. and you know. Well, remember also you and I, because we're there a lot, we're there often, we get confused because the festival booths are in different locations depending on which festival it is. Yes. Yeah. So it does get very confusing. And then some of the booths 
for some festivals aren't festival booths, even though correct, <laughs> it's a festival booth. I'm like, oh yeah, no, this isn't a booth mm-hmm. this year. Like what? <laughs> Very confusing. Yeah, I don't know what's going on with that. But uh, <laughs> all right, well there you go. Um, yeah, that sounds delightful. So yeah, that is the Seven Seas Festival. It goes on and on and on till man, let's see. I think it's May something, right? May 19th. So this and Epcot's uh, Flower Garden, they can, they're competing on uh, the length of uh, the their spring um, time. So you can go to both of them. Yeah, for, yeah, except for Flower and Garden started February 28th. Well, that is true too, yeah. Well, I mean, this started February 2nd. So, I mean, it's not that different. I mean, well, a month, I guess. <laughs> I suppose, I suppose. But yeah, there you go. That's, you have anything to add about the Seven Seas Food Festival, John? No, I mean, I thought overall it was a good festival, but unlike last year where there were several items that I thought weren't very good and several items that were just phenomenal, this year it was more middle of the road. Yeah, and another thing about this festival that you should know about is they do have concerts that are free with admission, uh, including Hanson when I was there, and on that Sunday was a concert that you said you'd be interested in seeing. Uh, I don't. What was the band? Something... Uh, we were going to go see Newsboys. We decided I had other work to do elsewhere. Newsboys. Okay, so here's what some of the bands playing. So these, these are good, okay? Gloria Gaynor, 100%. I'd go see her. Uh, Saturday, March 2nd, that would be a great concert. I'd go see that. Night Ranger, I would go see them too. That's uh, Sunday, March 3rd. Righteous Brothers, I are they the original? They look like they're original. I can't believe they're still alive. That's amazing. March 9th, Goo Goo Dolls. I mean, they were huge back in the day. Uh, March 10th, Corey Kent. I don't know who that is. March 16th. Do you know Corey Kent? Uh, no, I don't. Sorry. Uh, Boyce Avenue. Is that a boy band? I don't know who that is. That's the 17th. Uh, Blood, Sweat, and Tears. That's old. If that's the same. Well, they look like a bunch of young kids, though. So are these their children, I guess? I don't know. March 23rd. Warrant. She's my cherry pie. Oh my Lord, I can't believe Warrant. I'd go see them just because, you know, get the 80s vibe back. But March 24th, uh, Natalie Grant. Um, I know that name. Or no, I don't. Wait, did you did you just see her in Tampa? It should be good. Um, yes, we did just see her in an acoustic concert in Tampa. Oh my Lord. And now she's got, you, you going to SeaWorld on uh, March 30th this year? I doubt it i doubt we're going on the saturday night before easter sunday i doubt we're going oh man i, I yeah she's like a christian thing like i, I probably went like her music he is it she oh. is in the contemporary christian gotcha, genre gotcha, yes okay. yeah so there you go uh big bad voodoo daddy i know the name i couldn't tell you a single song they sing or uh, i don't know if i'd like them or not to be honest with you march 31st oh that's christmas day then or yeah christmas easter day march 31st Correct. Is uh is Easter the one where they have the like dawn mass? Because SeaWorld has a mass in their stadium, like like at 5 a.m. or something crazy. Like is non-denominational. Are you are you trying to say a sunrise service? Yes. Is that for okay. Easter? It is, right? Uh, many traditions do a version of a sunrise service. Okay. On Easter. So yeah, so SeaWorld does that. They haven't. They, on Easter morning, like 5 a.m., you can go to their their stadium 
and they have a, a service. So I've never did it because way too early and I, I wouldn't want to go to it anyway. But yeah, eh, I thought it was cool. It's something nice they provide. It's different. Like no other park does that. So that's cool. Uh, Grupo Neche, April 6th. There's a lot of them. They are definitely a group. There's like, what, 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16. 16 people. Uh, that's a lot. Owl City. Don't know who that is. April 7th. Hoobastank. Again, there's another band that I know the name, and I may know some of their music, but I couldn't tell you off the top of my head any other songs. April 13th. Chris Jansen. Hansen. I don't know. It's a J. Don't know who that is. April 14th. Ugh. Gavin McGraw. Or DeGraw. He's country, I'm pretty sure. Uh, I could be wrong. Gavin DeGraw, though, that sounds like country to me. Uh, April 20th, 420, so uh, smoke them if you got them. Jason Derillo, oh, okay. Again, I know that name. Not 100% sure I could tell you any of their music, but I'm sure I'd like probably. April 21st, yeah, April 21st. Chris Lane. Uh, for those of you who who appreciate certain genres of music, I'd like to apologize formally on behalf of Tom and his lack of knowledge about musical groups. But keep going. <laughs> this is this is an amusing thing we always oh, yeah. say about well, you know theme park podcasts talking about concerts because people don't know them. Guess what? I find that to be ludicrous. Who's also going to be there on April 28th? <laughs> That's right. Big name. Big name. Uh, Reliant K. Again, another band that I feel like I I thought they were more of a who Reliant K. What date are they going to be there? Uh, May 4th. Why, you know them? Okay. Uh, yes. Oh, so they're not who I thought they were then. Are they a... I'm pretty sure they're not who you thought they Christian? were. Yeah, okay. Yeah, that's not who I thought it was then. Announcement coming soon. Oh, they're playing both May 5th and May 11th. So that must be a good band because... <laughs> okay, sorry. Oh, oh, and they're playing or like they live, or they live nearby four weekends because they're doing also May 18th and 19th. Only one left is all for one. And the four is the number four. So that's probably a boy band, I guess. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Uh, that's May 12th. So, yeah, 100 percent without without a question. If I was going to put this lineup versus Epcot Flower and Garden, this beats it hands down seven days a week. No question. It's not even a competition in, in my mind. Would you, uh, well, again, it, it's subjective, right? With the music you like. It's very subjective, yes. That's why I was apologizing to your audience. There's <laughs> nothing wrong with what you're saying. Anybody who's objective would realize there's nothing wrong with what you're saying. Yeah. But people, sorry, let me enjoy this for a second. I'm picking on you, and this is unfair. Tom has an incredible amount of music knowledge. He can't always pull it together, but the amazing <laughs> amount of music knowledge that he, he has inside of his head would amaze you in genres you would not expect him to really know. Yes, I guess. And time periods you would not expect and really know. <laughs> However, some people have very specific tastes about music, good or bad. Yeah. And so they tend to they tend to be, you know, well, it needs to be this. Well, I don't have somebody that I like. Well, can't really help you with that. So. Yeah, I mean, this it, is a, it, it gets tricky. This is a solid lineup, especially when when was that when uh, uh, Blackfish came out and basically they had a. They, everybody canceled on them. They couldn't get a, an act to play in their stadium. <laughs> and that was only, right. I, mean, I guess that was probably a decade ago now, I guess. I, I guess time flies. But it feels like it hasn't been that long. But yeah, from there to, to this, that's not too shabby. They're, they're back, baby. They're back. 
some good concerts. So, yeah, this festival, uh, yeah, it's a good time. It's their premier event of their of the year. Like this, this is their number one festival. This is their food yes, wine. This is. Yeah, this is their Super Bowl. This is it. This is they go all out on this one. So, uh, if you're going to go to one festival at SeaWorld, this would be the one to go to, for sure. Especially if you want to sample food. I mean, the craft beer is good. Um, though I'll be honest with you, this has as much alcohol as craft beer does. Uh, right. So, yeah. Maybe even more. So, yeah, this is the one you want to go to if you're going to go to a SeaWorld festival for sure. Just go during the week. Well, you got to be careful with SeaWorld, though, because they're not open every day. So let's see. It's probably Fridays through Sundays. Um, select days. Yeah, they say select dates. I don't know the answer to that. I thought it was Thursday through Sunday at SeaWorld. I feel um, like but the, I apologize for not knowing the answer to that. The site should clearly say, like, you shouldn't have to dig that up. Well, they want you to go to the calendar to go through the site. That's what they're trying to do. Oh, yeah. The calendar would have if the, yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's the other thing about this festival. You know, even though, yes, it goes from February 2nd to May 19th, it's less days than Epcot. You know, it's. Right. Yeah, because Epcot's every day. Yeah, Thursday through Sunday. Yeah, so, yeah. I thought it was Thursday. Yeah, so it's it's a good number of the days anyway. Yeah. And you also got to watch with SeaWorld and Bush Gardens, as I'm discovering right this moment, um, lineups will change. Like, for instance, somebody in my genre, Torin Wells, is going to be at Bush Gardens like March 16th. And I wasn't aware of that until right this moment. Oh. And so you got to you got to really watch them because artists will come in and out. That's something you want to see. That is probably someone that I'm going to go see. Oh, does that mean you're going to get your pass? I guess we'll figure that out. We'll have that conversation another time. I will, I will, I will chat with other people about that. <laughs> We're waiting for the right thing to push you over the edge to get your AP first. Case <laughs> those of you are wondering, I tend to attend SeaWorld and Bush Gardens on media passes. That is true. That is true. But I don't think you're going to get one for this. So. Not tend to. I've never. I don't think I've had. I've only had an annual pass to Bush Gardens Williamsburg. I don't think I've an annual pass to SeaWorld Orlando or Bush Gardens Tampa before. Wow. Well, it's always the first time. All right. Well, I think okay. that's good. Yeah, we should probably wait and hold off on the Universal and uh, combine that with something else. Uh, and we can maybe uh, – we'll, we'll talk offline, but, yeah, we'll figure out when we can do some more uh, episodes. Plus, I did talk to Ventures by D, and they're willing to uh, come on and do some episodes too. So I can give you a break a little bit, John, too, because I know I – Okay. <laughs> so every two weeks I'm like, hey, John, you want to record an episode? <laughs> no I, problem. I do appreciate you coming on. It, it's uh, – much, much appreciated. All right. Well, I think... Anytime, anytime, my friend. So I think that will be the end of this episode. So thanks to my panel for joining me. And until we stream again, make sure when DreamWorks Land opens in the Midwest, you get a ticket and you fly out there for opening weekend and meet me there. It's going to be glorious. And we'll keep making memories. And if you believe what Tom says about DreamWorks, you need lots of help. <laughs> but as always, eat like you mean it. Thanks for listening to the Vacationeers Theme Parks and More podcast. The show can be found on iTunes, Stitcher, and Google Play. Please subscribe and give us a review if you like the show. Visit our website at www.vacationeerspodcast.com. For additional content, subscribe on YouTube and Twitter at Vacationeers Podcast. Please like our Facebook page, Vacationeers Theme Parks and More podcast. Send questions, comments, or if you'd like to be on a future episode to discuss planning or reviewing of a vacation, please email the show at vacationerspodcast at gmail.com. This has been a Vacationers Theme Parks and More production.
for Vacationeers, Theme Parks, and more, I'm someone who knows Neil Patrick Harris. Peace out, suckers.